to the rap lab. Walk, walk, walk to the rap lab. gentlemen it's sunday so you know what that means it's all new episode of the rap lab podcast it's your boy the candy man the alfre to the d and ain't no father like me it's your boy the rev barber mc and uh qg still on hiatus but he taking care of business he'll be back before you know it uh we got him we got him on the dome uh today's topic is uh a very cool one something that uh it's very, very recent and fresh. I know we don't we don't talk about a lot of recent stuff here. But before we get into it, uh, just an announcement. I know we say it every week, but we got to keep saying it. June 25th to the 27th, Rap Lab Podcast Live, Atlantic City is me, E, Q, G. Um, we're going to be at the Boardwalk Buds Convention. So uh, it only costs you $100 to get in. Uh, $100 covers you for the whole weekend. Six wrestling shows, two two MMA shows, two comedy shows. Um, speed dating, um, herbal themed game room. Uh, they just gonna have everything. Uh, for those of you wrestling fans out there, um, Val Venus is gonna be there, former WWE superstar, and uh, one of the greatest to ever do it, the red and yellow Hogan. I ain't telling you which Hogan, just Hogan. <laughs> but uh, June 25th through the 27th. Oh, uh, oh, and also, uh, the dude that plays the Iron Sheik on the Young Rocker, NBC, gonna be there too. I don't know why all these people is gathering at a at a at a herbal convention, but uh we gonna be there. Why are we there? I don't even know. Just stop by, say hi, and let's talk about some rap or you know one. Roll roll one, pass one, puff one, smoke one. I'm surprised you ain't say about the chimpanzee smoking the cigar. Oh, how could I forget? Yeah, and uh, my personal favorite, the chimpanzee on the boardwalk smoking a cigar. That's who I'm gonna be hanging out with, the chimp. But, uh, yeah, so we gonna be out there. Without further ado, uh, we're going to talk about this weekend's versus battle between Raekwon and Ghostface Killer. Uh, myself and our 
in-house rap lab Wu-Tang specialist, Mr. Rev Barber himself, going to discuss this one. Uh, we're going to go round by round, talk about what we like, what we didn't like, and who we think uh, won the whole thing. But before we even get into the to the analysis, I just want to give a shout out to Raekwon for wearing knee pads on a versus battle. <laughs> my man, <laughs> my man came ready for war. Um, before we even get into it, though, let's let's just this is like the most interesting versus e that like we've seen in a long time because versus have been interesting ever since like the inception of it because we've seen people who are good friends go on versus. Yep. We we've even seen sworn enemies like Jeezy and Gucci Mane go on versus. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this is interesting because if you take away Raekwon from Ghostface. Or you take away Ghostface from Raekwon, you take away a lot of body of work from each other. Am I wrong? Am I right? You right. And we're going to go round by round here, but I found it very interesting that a lot of, like, a good portion of the stuff Ray chose, Ghost was on. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff, a good portion of the stuff Ghost chose, Ray was on. Mm -hmm. And everybody knows, like, you can't have a only built for Cuban links without Ghostface Killer. Right. You can't have an Iron Man without Raekwon. You get where I'm where I'm well you, you pick up what I'm putting down or no? Yes, sir. I gotcha. I mean so, that's what made it hard to score for me too, because it's like, you know, even the the last round, you know, we'll we'll get into it of course at the very end, but like that's what made it really, really, really hard for me to score is a lot of these guys are on the same songs with each other. I mean even like doing whose verse is better is kind of hard too, because yeah. they touch on a lot of similar topics and you know it's very similar flow, similar cadence and delivery. So this was a, a tricky one for me to score. Yeah, and and I think this is the most unique verses ever because outside of E forty two short, where those two were had a lot of songs together or a decent amount of songs together, I don't think anybody any set of opponents. Had more songs together than Ray and Ghost. <laughs> no way. But um, on a side note, just from a production standpoint, I think the DJs did a great job. Yes, I wanted to get into that early too, man. The DJs, man, they set the tone. I honestly think it was the best presentation of the whole Versus series. Because the interludes and the beats they were playing were, were just so fitting for the stories and, and everything in between. Even like the little halftime show was, was dope when they were cutting it up. And yeah, shout out to uh, DJ Thorough and uh, Technician of DJ, man. They, I know these guys are going to gain a lot of followers after this. And how about the special guest appearances, too? Oh, that was great. Like, this was, if you are a 90s rap fan or somebody like E who likes, who loves Wu-Tang in particular, this was for you. All right, so let's, let's get into it round one. Round one. Now, I don't know if I've ever told you, on the show or, or off air, but... I'm not a fan in a versus when people play songs that they were only featured on really? and, and not their song. Yeah, I, oh, I've wow. never I've never. That's always that's always annoyed me. But well, um, go ahead. The show is called versus. So I think it's just pertaining to like the particular verse, you know, see, and see, see, but I don't see it that way because the show is called versus. So that's me versus you. But you I, know, get, I, get, I, I, get, I get where you're coming from. But uh, round one, um, Ghostface played a special delivery, which is a Diddy song that he mm-hmm. was featured on. 
Well, no, that's G-Dep, isn't it? Uh, yeah, G-Dep. G-Dep, okay. And Raekwon played uh, Outcast Skewit on the Barbie, which he was featured on. Um, I have round one going to uh, Raekwon. Mm. And uh, you? I had to give it to Ghost, man. And <clears throat> actually, I was on I was on my way home um, listening to this in the car because um, I was running a little bit late. You know, I actually watched it again after it finished. But um, my wife was in the car and um, she had chose Skewit in a Barbie. But why I chose Special Delivery is because it's just such a New York song. When that little bell hits, everybody in New York just knows what time it is because it was just a prominent song back in the day on Hot 97 radio. And, you know, when they dropped the remix, you know, Ghost's verse was was just so, so New York, man. And if you've seen, like, the verses live or whatever or the replay, you see Papoose constantly throwing up the Statue of Liberties there. So that kind of was just like a little hometown bias right there for me. So I had to choose the uh, uh, special delivery remix verse. As a comprehensive... See, now this is the hard thing because it's not their song. They featured on it. So right. I don't know whether I'm judging just the verse or I'm judging just the song. But the way that my ears are trained, I'm going by the song. And I feel like, I don't know, I always thought that Skew It on the Barbie by Outkast was always a much better overall record than than the special delivery remix. Mm. That's just where, like like cuz obviously nobody knows what songs are coming in what round. Right. Ghost doesn't even know. The fact we're going to get to that in a second cuz <laughs> go on, man. Ghost. <laughs> but uh so I to be very honest with you, e, I wasn't expecting to hear either of these two songs come up in this versus. And in preparation to to prep my mind for this versus battle, I listened to a bunch of Ghost and Ray albums back to back to back to back. So I wasn't, this caught me off guard. Mm. But I give it, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it to Ray on this one. And, and I'm not going to lie for those of you out there. And I think I said it on the, uh, on the Woo episode, which is available in the archives. That's the first episode he was ever on. I was, I was pulling for, for Ghostface hard. And this, uh, Ghostface is my favorite member of a Woo. So I was, I was pulling for Ghost Hard in this uh in in this in this battle. But all right, so you you you're saying that Ghost got round one and I'm saying Ray got round one. Yep. All right, cool. So we're gonna keep score of this. Uh round two. Uh Ghost had Ghost Dini. Ray Kwan had ten bricks. I give it to Ghost. Yeah, I gave it to Ghost Dini as well. And the crazy thing about that is um that actually was the original version of that song, but the one that made the album had a different beat. Um, for you woo heads out there, if you know that song actually, well, the instrumental was given to the Ruthless Bastards on the uh, Wu Tang Swarm album. But on New York radio, they would play the Ghost Dini with um, the Ruthless Bastards beat version. Now that's an interesting tidbit. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't. I, I think I, I think Ray could have chose a. Uh, I, and you know what? I'm going to put a side note. The heavy hitters, they saved the heavy hitters for later in the battle. Yeah. Which which I could have appreciated. All right. So we both agree Ghost got round two. Yes, sir. All right. Round three. Ghost chooses Fourth Chamber by the Jizza, which Ooh. he's featured on. And Ray goes House of Flying Daggers. Who you got in round three? And oh, why? man. You know, I'm going Ghost, man. Liquid Swords, man. That was a classic. And... You know, it's funny because, like I said, I was um in the whip 
Kenan Hunter home to to listening to this. And I'm like, damn, I know it's a chamber. I just don't know which one. But um, I finally realized, like, okay, it was the fourth chamber. But any of the chambers they did, man, seventh chamber, you know, all of them joints, man, are, are classics, man. So I, I had to go with fourth chamber here, man. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with you and uh, give it to Ghost, even though again, Raekwon played his own song. Ghost only played his feature, but yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know why that bothers me so much, but it just does. <laughs> but um, all right, so we give it to Ghost. That's a consensus. So we only really disagreed on round one. Mm-hmm. Um, round four, Ghost, Mighty Healthy, Raekwon, Incarcerated Scarfaces. Uh, I got Ray on the W in this round. Yeah, man, you can't beat incarcerated scar faces, man. That's that's an automatic W right there, man. I mean, mighty healthy is dope though. And when he first played it, because Ghost was going first, when he first played it, I was just like, ooh, you know, I was kind of interested to see what Ray was gonna clap back with, and uh, he brought out a big boy early. So right now I have it, um, Ghost three, and uh, this is my first one for Raekwon. How much? Oh, what's your score there? What you got? Uh, let's see. I gave round one to Ray. I have it two after four rounds. I got it tied up two to two. Okay. So it's is even is even in my book. Uh, it's not gonna stay. It's not gonna stay even for long. But <laughs> um, but I, you know what? And I thought and I thought because I, I I think Ray was feeling the heat. So I think in this round yeah. he he did the smart he did the smart thing. And uh, he went with a song off of Only Built for Cuban Links, but a song that Ghost wasn't on, which yeah, I was like, okay. All I right. kind of wish that they did songs like that they weren't on only, but um, I kind of knew that wasn't going to happen. That's going to be a difficult track selection, though. Yeah. I mean, Ghost does have a lot of single stuff. And, you know, Ray... I was pretty surprised that he went a couple times in the immobilarity bag, you know, because um, it that wasn't the most strongest albums. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, so when he played, I think, two or three tracks off that, I was like, "Ooh, that was pretty brave. But when he went on um, later in the rounds with um, 100 rounds, that kind of hit pretty hard. I had to go back and listen to that joint. Yeah, man. Like, and it's funny because, like you said, uh, a mobilarity is not a strong woo effort, but. It did have a, one, a, a couple strong songs. So if we were judging off albums, I'd have been like, yo, Ray, what are you doing? But individual songs, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's all right. But, um, yeah, that, the at, on a side note, the atmosphere in, 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 in that building was dope, man. Yeah. Definitely all right. was. All right, round five. So right now, right now you have it, what, 3-1? Yeah, 3-1. 3-1 in favor of? Ghost. All right, I got it 2-2. Two two. All right, so round five. Ghostface, Black Jesus. Raekwon, live from New York. What you got? Live from New York, man. Got to go with that one. And, you know, Ghost's verse was pretty dope on Black Jesus, but I actually felt like you God stole the show on that one. So with Live from New York, you know, it was primarily, well, it was Ray only. It was his single, actually, from Immobilarity. Right. I, ha- I had to go with that. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go the other way. I'm going to give it to Ghost, man. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I don't know why, but, like, even though you, even though you said, um, who would you say stole the show? Uh, you God. Even though you said you guys stole the show, I don't know, man. Like, 
Because you know what else I was judging this on? Like, so I watched this thing. Like you, I watched it more than once, right? Mm-hmm. Late last night. And I don't know why, but when I heard um, Black Jesus come on, my head nodding went into a different type of head nod. Mm. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know. I just felt the song more. And 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 it's and and you know what else I gotta point out about this ver- this whole versus thing. Okay. Now these are all songs that we've heard time and time again, right? Right. But it hits different hearing the the hearing it on like a the album version where you know it's it's you know how the recording is different. And yeah. on verses is like they performing it, so it, it it's, mm-hmm. it's it's different live. And I don't know. I just. Felt this, now, if I was just listening to like the album versions, like just the straight music, yeah. I think I would have went the other way. But it's just something about hearing it live and seeing them actually get up and perform it that just yeah. had me like, okay. It felt like one big concert, honestly. Like, it did. And it was great, you know, the way they was getting up and performing and they had each other's backs. And one of my favorite things about it was when, um, you know, Ghost would play something, Ray would always uh, say, like, ah, oh, you got me in back of the ear, ah, I'm missing the arm. Like, I liked, like, the way he was comparing that. And and not only that, but sometimes in, in past verses that we've seen, they just sit there and let the song play. Yeah, yeah. But these things was performing the shit. And knew the words. Yep. Well, uh, up until after halftime, Ghost wasn't right. remembering. Ghost they, didn't remember no words after they, that. Yeah, they was pretty sauced at that point. Oh, shout out to Ciroc. But, uh, all right. So, round five, we, 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 uh, going opposite ways. Round six, Ghost Face the Watch. Raekwon has, uh, It's Yours by the whole clan. And um, which way are you going? Pretty interesting. I have to go with the watch. Um, <clears throat> in my opinion, I don't even think Ray had the best verse on It's Yours. Um, I actually think Ghost had a better verse than him there. But really? Why, yeah. Why I picked the watch? The song is just so original. He's talking to his watch. He's having an argument with his watch. Like, who makes a song like that? How, how many songs have you ever heard of, you know, a materialistic thing? That is that you're having an argument with, you know, like, and to me that's just like vintage ghost right there. So I had to go ghost on that one. You know what? You know what? Why I chose? Uh, I chose it's yours, and for one reason, that yeah. song. That I feel like that song is iconic. It is. And when he pulled that out again, not his song, a song that he had a part of. I kind of rolled my eyes at first, but <laughs> I caught myself. I caught myself rapping along to it. So I was like, okay. Like, and see, that's the problem, because these two have so many iconic songs, and this is the first one that gets pulled out, so to speak, right. other than incarcerated Scarfaces. Like, and, and as the battle kept going, I keep asking myself, when is, when is this song coming? When is that song coming? When is this song coming? Like, where are these songs? I wasn't expecting to hear It's Yours, but I guess because it's a Wu song, I should have anticipated it. But when I heard that, like, I don't know, my, my ears went crazy. I was like, ah, this is my shit. Yeah, word. All right, so I got I got six going to, to Raekwon. This, I got this battle pretty even. Through, through, through six rounds, I got it 3-3. Three, three. Yeah, I got it 3-3 um, three, three as well. Actually, no, I'm um, sorry. Uh, I have it 4-3. Uh, 
in favor in favor of ghosts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna find my round seven controversial, but um, Ghostface chooses Wu Tang's impossible. Raekwon, a hundred rounds. Your your opinion? I actually went with a hundred rounds, and you know, not the biggest fan of immobility, but um, <clears throat> and I know Impossible got verse of the year in the source. He was talking about it, but with a hundred rounds, to me, that's just vintage Ray right there. Like, if somebody who didn't know Raekwon was like, hey, you know, uh, play a track with just him, just him spitting the way he normally spits, I would go with 100 rounds, man, because that joint was vintage. Talking about the connect, talking about Carlos family, like, you know, the mafioso stuff, man, and it's just him, man. I had to go with that, man. I had to go with it. And, you know, like we had said, you know, um, you know, they had shows songs that you know they had features on and i mean this was like a wu-tang song so but it wasn't his solo joint so i think i'm a little more biased to like some of the solo efforts right now i I get you i got round seven as a draw okay i'm gonna tell you why because like you said i wanted to hear the solo efforts more than anything right but how the fuck you gonna play impossible and not have takitha there like, yeah. <laughs> like that, especially because we see we saw all these these guest appearances, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay. Uh, throughout the battle, we see Inspector Deck. Um, you know, we 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 see Papoose, and I'm just like, all right, Takita got to be something. When I heard Impossible, the first thing that came to mind is is Takita there, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh damn. If Takita would have showed up, I would have definitely gave this to to Ghost. So, right. but ah oh man, but 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 like you said, I, I'm not a fan of of a mobilarity, and I and I and I love Raekwon. I'm 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 not a knock on Raekwon. Like I'm so much of a hardcore Raekwon fan. I've even got Shaolin versus Wu Tang. I love that album in my physical collection. So before anybody out there be like, Yo, Al, you hating on Raekwon? I'm not hating on Raekwon. I like Raekwon. Matter of fact, when I bought that album, I had two choices because uh, I only had enough money for one. It was either Shaolin versus Wu Tang or Lupe's Fiasco's Lasers, and I didn't walk home with lasers that day. Good choice. So, <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, I got a, I got round seven as a draw. Um, That's fair. If now round eight, Ghostface Killer has Church's La Ghost, Raekwon has Ice Cream, and I, all right. What, what what where do where do you go on this round? I had to go to Ghost, man. I just man, it, that was really 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 tough for me, man. That could have went either way. Honestly, that could have even been a tie for me. I try to stay away from the ties. Um, that's why I watched it twice too, because I wanted right. to give like like a real genuine like vote, and I I actually left that one blank the first go round, but I'm giving it to Ghost. Only because it's just like, you know, both were hard singles, but it's just more bounce to it for me. You know, like if, you know, like what we spoke about with like songs that we ride to, it's kind of like, you know, when you're DJing and you're playing a set, I feel like, you know, Ice Cream gets that pop, but Church's La Ghost gets that bounce. So I had to go with Ghost. I'm going to ask you a question. Knowing me as well as you do, which one do you think I chose? Oh, uh, Church is the Ghost. <laughs> Bro, 
I'm sitting there, and as soon as I heard Tommy Matola, oh yeah, bro, and you know me, I love singing. So, yep. oh man, oh Jesus! Like when I heard that, he lives on the road. That's not like, bad. That song got it just for the beginning of. <laughs> yeah, man. Ah, oh, man, I heard that. Yo, honest, that's that's actually my favorite Ghostface Killer song of all time. Is is Churches and the Ghost? So mm. when when he played that. Raekwon could have Raekwon could have played anything. And I think I would have went with Ghost, bro. But I but but you know what? All bias aside, Ice Ice Cream is tough. And the fact that he brought out Capadonna, bro, to 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 be a part of that, I, I was like, okay. Like and like you said, it felt like a concert. Yeah. And and the fact that you know, and you've been to concerts before. We've all been to concerts before. And you and I and I and the, the the best part about concerts is that like when 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 the artist brings like their homeboys who are also artists that was on their songs on stage and they're mm-hmm. un, and they're unadvertised yeah because I didn't go into this versus expecting no guest appearances I thought it was just gonna be Ray and Ghost and a DJ and then they had two DJs so I was like oh okay but uh round round eight even though Raekwon did uh I gave I, and see I was trying to take my bias out of it. Because mm-hmm. I, really, I really wanted, in all honesty, to give this to Raekwon. Mm-hmm. But once I see once 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 I heard that opening Tommy Matola line, bro, I, I lost it. <laughs> all right, so round eight, I gotta give it to Ghost. Um, so, so let's just review the score because I I kind of fucked the math up earlier. Um, so right now, as of round eight, I have it um five three Ghost. I got four three ghosts because I gave it round seven a draw. Oh, okay, okay. So but, four, but, four but, three and one. Four four three and one. Yeah. All right. Uh, round nine. Uh, Ghostface. Uh, he went with an interesting pick, in my opinion. Yeah. That man said somebody. <laughs> um, he chose New God Flow off of um the Good Music Cruel Summer compilation, which I thought was a very odd and unique pick. Up against uh, State of Grace by Raekwon. Uh Talk to us, E. So, I actually thought it was a good choice from um, Ghostface because, you know, that song kind of was almost based around him. You know, they sampled him in the original version because um, he wasn't in the original version, if I'm not mistaken. No, he think... was. He was in the album version. Well, yeah, he had his verse. He had his verse in the album version. Yeah. Oh if wow. You go, okay. If you, I actually have that on. Uh, uh, on CD, um, yeah, he, he's 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 in there. Oh shit, dope, dope. Okay, so yeah, so basically that song was like centered around him because it had his sample, and then um, I know he had um the end verse which he killed. So I wouldn't say that like it's not his song, even though it's not because like you know the whole thing is centered around his sample. But right. um, I I just I had to go with Ray, man. Like really? Yeah, because you know when he dropped that, that's just you know, you could just hear the instrumental and you kind of kind of identify it with Raekwon over Ghostface, you know, because, you know, State of Grace, that was, that was just a banger. And not many people know that song. Not many people have heard that song. And to one to the ones who've heard that song have not heard the remix with Busta Rhymes and Busta Rhymes went off on that. That's why he shouted out Busta when he played that. Yeah. I had to go with it, just the way that it drops. I mean, the new God flow is dope, and I'm sure like a lot of people out there probably went with that one. But just to my woo roots, when State of Grace, that's 
ah, man, that's just vintage Ray to me right there, man. Hmm. No, I, I got to go with Ghost, man. I, I I I heard that, and I was like, damn. All right, but, but all right, because, you know, the best part about the Rap Lab, we don't always agree, but right. I give it to Ghost, you got Ray. Yeah. Round 10, Ghostface did nutmeg. Raekwon said criminology. Ooh. And and you know why this was hard for me? Because Ray chose a song that Ghost was on. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Ghost is sitting there performing it with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, damn, Chef. Or I mean, damn, Ghost, you're not trying to win? <laughs> I'd have let that man do his verse. And when my verse came up, I'd have sat there and just let my verse just play. But what's your what's your opinions on round 10? I had to go criminology, man. And I know Nutmeg and I had said that, uh, you know, I was leaning more towards, um, like, the solo songs. But Criminology is just a classic. Just them horns, man. Just, you know, and and in all fairness, man, it is off Raekwon's album. You know what I'm saying? You know, so he was the main constructor of that. So I had to go Criminology. So here's my thing, right? Like I said, I was rooting for Ghost the entire battle. Mm-hmm. And... But my my favorite my favorite Ghost album is Iron Man, and as much you know what it is, Nutmeg is off Supreme Clientele, and yeah. I feel like Supreme Clientele like Iron Man is more of the rap album, and Supreme Clientele is more of the mainstream. Let me try to load this up with singles album, right? Right. Yep. And I feel like after Church's Lagos and. One song that he would play in a later round, he should have left Supreme Clientele alone because I feel like verses, the point of verses is to put out your hardest songs. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you're going with your hardest songs, then more than two more than two songs after more than two songs, you should leave Supreme. He should have left Supreme Clientele alone. Right. I don't think there's anything off Supreme Clientele he could have picked that would have. Uh, that would have um, messed with criminology, so I'm gonna give this round to Raekwon because that 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 song is hard. Yeah, man. Cause, yo, Ghost, man. After after Church's the Ghost, you should have play- You should have just messed with Apollo Kids and left that album alone. <laughs> but we'll give. I give a uh, ten to Ray. All right, eleven. Cream, Wu Tang Crack, yo. My man had my man had to go out to the group song and say cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Dollar dollar bills y'all against Ghostface choosing holla. I think you and I probably is gonna agree Cream is taking this, right? You said um round eleven? This is eleven, yeah. No no no, he went to well uh, Rainy Days remix. Oh wow, I have my notes mixed up, sorry. That's all good. All yeah, right, um uh all right, so round eleven, sorry, my bad for the people out there. Uh, Raekwon, Rainy Days Remix, Ghost has uh, Daytona 500. I'm giving a nod to Ghost. Oh, wait, bro. Um, Ghostface in round 11 had Holla, and uh, Raekwon had the Rainy Days Remix. Wow, my notes are all messed it's up. It's all good. I know it was late. Um, I actually went with the Rainy Days Remix. Um, I just love gems, you know, and like... Not many people heard the Rainy Days remix. You know, some people have, some people haven't, you know, because once them drums hit, I already knew what time it was. And Hollow was a great song and an even better performance. These guys killed it yesterday. 
And I know, um, based off the live, I'm sure people definitely would chosen choose Holla, just because like these guys sung their their hearts out yesterday to that song, and yeah, you know, just a, a, such a beautiful sample. But um, Rainy Days remix does it for me, man. And it's not gonna be the uh, the first time they was just singing their hearts out either. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, I actually have round eleven as a draw, believe it or not. Oh, okay, dope. You know what it is? I just feel like neither song did it for me. Right. And I and I was still waiting for other songs in their catalog to come up that hadn't come up yet. Mm. So, and I do apologize to the listeners out there that my notes were uh, all mixed up. I was watching this battle taking notes at uh, four in the morning yesterday, so uh, <laughs> or this morning I should say. So uh, please forgive me. But um, yeah, I neither song just neither song moved me. And I don't know if it was because I was tired or, like I said, I was just expecting, like, there were other songs that I said, damn, like, where is such and such? And where is this song? And where is that song? Like, why these two in particular? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, Holla isn't one of Ghost's most known songs, but the Rainy Days remix, you know, kind of was a gem, you know? So, I mean, I'm surprised he didn't go with the original. Um, I think he kind of just wanted to flip it. But uh, yeah, they they kind of left some stuff on the cutting room floor. They could have went with. Maybe we'll talk about it after the show. Right. All right. So round twelve is Cream versus Daytona Five Hundred, right? Oh no, they didn't do Cream last night. They didn't. So why no. am I? Damn, I, yo. And I had no alcohol in my system. <laughs> what do yeah, you got? What you well, got for round twelve? Twelve was Daytona Five Hundred against um, Glaciers of Ice. Mm. And I actually went. Um, I had tie. At the first um, go round, but after the second listen, I had to go with Daytona 500. Um, it could have went either way, honestly. Like I said, I had Ty at first, but uh, they both hit super hard when they drop. I just feel like um, Daytona 500 was like more of a standout on Iron Man, more so than Glaciers of Ice was a standout on um, Cuban Links, and. You know, not to discredit Glaciers of Ice because on any other album it would have been a standout, but like, um, sorry, uh, Cuban Links was just an all star album, you know, and it slipped there, but yeah, like Criminology to me more was like the standout off that album, so uh, I had to go with Ghost Daytona 500 because it was just more of a standout from that album, Iron Man. The way I'm gonna put this, I'm giving it to uh. I'm giving it to Ghost only because every time I hear Daytona 500, I feel like that kid in Catholic school who, who, who disrespects the nun. You know what I mean? <laughs> Slap boxer Jesus and lick shots of Joseph. Exactly. <laughs> I love that line so much. Yeah. That's my favorite line the whole song. And like I said, I don't know why I have this such a bias towards Ghost, but I know I've tr- I tried to listen to this thing very objectively. Um. All right, round 13, and tell me if my notes line up, line back up with yours, right? All right, cool, cool. Raekwon decided to bring out uh, Master Killer for, uh, wait, you just said Glaciers of Ice was 12, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Raekwon just finished bringing out Master Killer. Jesus, yo, my notes are messed up. All right, round 13, I, I have Ghost for Run. Is yes. that correct? Yep. And what did Raekwon do again in round 13? He did the John the John Blaze remix. The John Blaze, the Fat Joe song. Right, 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 right. Yep. Okay, now, for those, for people that know me, John Blaze is my favorite Fat Joe song. Mm. So this was, this was also tough because 
John Blaze is like one of the best posse cuts of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. Wh- wh- which way did you go? I went with Ghostface Run. Uh, you know, as I said, you know, I kind of like more of the solo joints. And um, the John Blaze song, you know, I didn't like the original beat. But when they uh, did the remix with the horns and they shot the video for it, you know, that was a little dope. That was super dope for me. It was a little more dope than the original. So uh, I'd have to go with Run because it wasn't tweaked or anything or no remix or anything like that. And, you know, this I think this is the second time that Run has been played in verses. And even the first time it dropped when RZA was going against Primo. You in know, the beat battle, right? Yeah, man. The chat room just went crazy. You see all the run emojis, man, and it kind of was just like the same thing. You know? Like it, it was just electric. You know, I just got goosebumps as soon as that joint just dropped a little Flintstone sample in the beginning, or that the Jetsons, one of the two that they used the sample for, and man, it just hits, boy. So yeah, I had to go with uh, Run Ghostface. You know what it is? I look at it as the overall song, and I know. I know it's, 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 I think some people will tell me I'm wrong for that, considering that John Blaze has Joe, Nas, Big Pun, and Jadakiss all on there. And mm-hmm. of course, Pun is no longer with us. And, and you know, Jada and Nas and Joe obviously ain't there to do no, to back up the song with a performance. But I mm-hmm. looked at the overall song and I went with, uh, I went with John Blaze, man. Oh, oh okay. Okay. No doubt. Still got Ghost in the lead, though, by a slim margin. Good word. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. Since my notes seem to be out of whack, um, round 14, what did you have um, for this round? So it was uh, Ghost, It's Over, against Raekwon Yeo. And I had to go with Ghost, It's Over. Uh, Yeo was off that immobility joint. And, you know, I feel like there was better cuts that um, Raekwon, if he wanted to go to the immobility bag. I know, like, Raekwon himself will probably argue with us how great of an album it was, but um, didn't get that much critically acclaimed. But if he wanted to go anywhere, like, um, in immobility, he could have went with sneakers from um, Pete Rock. You know, I, right. I kind of was waiting on that because, you know, that was a pretty dope track there. But uh, he went with Yayo, but It's Over is... Uh, this is probably one of the weakest rounds, I feel, even though, like, you know, these two songs, they're pretty good, but I had to go with It's Over by Ghost, man. It's just a little more catchy to me, and I know that song a little more off top than uh, Yeah, Yo. Right. You're gonna, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna be disappointed in me, but I gave this one a draw. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I gave it a draw, because, like you said, these are two weaker cuts. Yeah. I felt, I felt like they, like, because at, at this point, I'm like, yo... We we already at round fourteen. Like, mm-hmm. why are y'all? I understand that y'all trying to go deeper in the catalog because you know, versus a lot of a lot of hardcore hip hop heads is listening to this, but it's a competition, man. Try to win. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised that they went with these two. They had a lot of uh other joints they could have went to on the cutting room floor. Um, I got a little small list of uh the ones that was on the cutting room floor that I could. We could have definitely chose over these joints as fans. Um, but my scorecard right now is um, 8-6 Ghost right now. I don't, I don't know how you have it. I know you got... Um, hold on. Let me, let me calculate this. Uh, hold on. I got... All right. Hold on. 
I'm gonna tell you right now. I have it written down in rounds, but I don't have it liquid. Uh, liquid. I don't have it uh, listed in rec- in record formats. Hold on, let me do this real quick. Uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six. So I have six rounds for Ray. Okay. And for Ghost, I've got uh, cause I I said what seven and fourteen were draws. So one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven. I got a seven, six, and two in favor of Ghost. Okay. So Ghost is up by a slim margin. All right. Round 15. Tell me if my notes have this right. Uh, Ghostface played one, yep. and Raekwon played Rich and Black. Yes, sir. Now, r- what, what did I say a couple of minutes ago? I said I was waiting for Raekwon to play something off Shaolin versus Wu-Tang. Did I not? Yeah. And he played Rich and Black, which I wish I wish he would have brought Nas out for. Oh man! But uh, I'm giving this one to Ray. What 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 do you say? Man, gotta go with one. That's a banger. Yeah, that was one of um the strongest joints of um Supreme Clientele. I mean, even when the album opened up, and you know this was the second song on it, it just hits. You know and I think it's just a little more New York bias too, cause like you know this was like on the radio too, and this was like one of the anthems. You know, um, you That's still true. hear it in some card in some tape decks. Like That's you, true because by the time Rich and by the time Shaolin versus Wu Tang dropped, Raekwon was nowhere near getting on the radio. Yeah, like yeah. his radio days were well over. So <laughs> you, I, I get you. You know what? Being that you said that, you know, I told you before the show that I wanted to go on like a small little rant at the end. I'm gonna like touch on something real quick now that kind of got me upset during the battle during the verses nothing that ghost or nothing that ray did i saw hot 97 go ahead Uh appreciate that i have hot 90 i saw a hot 97 was in the chat rooms rosenberg was in the chat room actually you know what and you know i i I say you know rosenberg's a dork all this stuff but i respect his music choice and somebody in the chat room said that you know he's a balance there at hot 97 which he is but hot 97 itself the page was putting fire emojis and classic and commenting all these things. They don't play none of this stuff on the radio to this day. Nope. You know? And I wanted to com- I wanted to at them. I was having a little, you know, too much fun like watching the battle itself, but like I wanted to at them and t- and say like, you know, like where's y'all support like off of this? Y'all just milking this joint right now. Like y'all just coming on here and like just trying to get y'all name out in the chat rooms and oh, 97 was there, but it's like Y'all don't show up for real because y'all don't play this music on the radio. And we spoke about this, like, within the past couple weeks about, like, how, you know, the radio has the option to play so many songs, either throwbacks or just stuff off of people's catalog. And, you know, they're there commenting and stuff. And I'm just like, y'all faking a funk right now because I haven't heard Ghostface 1 on the radio in maybe, like, a couple decades now. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. No, and I I agree with you. And and because when I... I'll put it to you like this, right? Because when I saw Rosenberg commenting, as much as we mm-hmm. say Rosenberg is a dork and this and that, Rosenberg right. actually appreciates the music and he, he is for the, he's for the culture. He is. But Hot 97, and to your point, like Hot 97, they don't they don't play none of this stuff. Even when like around like noontime, when when they have the like they play throwbacks for an hour, right? You never really hear any woo in there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I felt like, who are these guys coming in and trying to comment, like, y'all for the culture? Like, y'all have been shitting on these guys. Like, they had beef with Wu-Tang and everything. I know they squashing and stuff, and Raekwon and them thanked them and everything, like, you know, all the radio stations. But, you know, like, 
Why aren't y'all playing this stuff? Well, and and this, I don't know, man. Like maybe it was an intern or whoever was controlling the Hot ninety seven or Instagram as a fan of these guys, but I don't, I don't know. Like I, 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 I kind of, I didn't get as upset as you did, but I was just like, yo, man, somebody get these niggas out of here, man. Uh, them in a uh, foot action was commented. Foot action, I found funny because I'm just yeah. like, yo, the, like, like the sneaker store, like really. Yeah, but, they was uh, dropping gems. They was like, you know, what do y'all play Yolanda's house? I was like, oh, snap, they know about that joint. But nah, to you, to your point, and and you know what? To be fair, I don't think we'll ever hear Ghost or Ray on Hot ninety seven for the rest of our lifetimes, only mm-hmm. because you know they're not they're not what these young kids want to listen to. And no offense to what I'm about to say, but I guess I, I'm pretty sure you'd agree with me. Today's hip hop, there's no market for for Ray or Ghost. It's only the heads like us that are going to, like, listen to them and appreciate them. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Uh, all right. So, round 16 now. Um, I don't know why my how my notes got screwed up. I guess because it was late. But I have um, Ghostface with Back Like That, and I have yep. Raekwon with Verbal Intercourse. Is that yep. correct? Yep. All yep. right. I went with Ray on this one. Yeah, I went with Ray, too. Like, and see, and I kept saying... When verbal intercourse was one of these songs where I was just like, when is when is this gonna pop up? Yeah, I was happy that they brought that one out and um, you know they saved it for the end, which was pretty smart. But like you said, um, I kind of wish Nas would have made an appearance. You know, like it kind of would have um boosted it a bit. But um, I was glad they played it and you know back like that is a solid single. That's actually something Hot ninety seven did play. Because Neo, and it's more like radio friendly and, you know, has like that R&B kick to it, but can't be verbal in a course. Right. All right. So, uh, yeah, I, it's, a, it's it's unanimous. We go on with Ray, right? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, what is this now? We in round 18. Oh, go go se- say 17. Oh, what, what was this that just passed? 16? Yes, sir. Whoops. I don't know why I had 17 written down. All right. The real round 17. Forgive me, folks, again. I watched this at 4 o'clock in the morning, so <laughs> forgive me. Uh, round 17, Ghostface chose never be the same again. And I feel like Raekwon cheated with this one, and this is what <laughs> got my vote. But the man said, cash still rules, scary hours still don't nothing move but the money <laughs> remix. Boy. Off of the for- Wu-Tang Forever album. I gave this one to Ray, man. I was leaning to Ray. But I had to give it to Ghost, man. Why so? I felt like Ghost had a stronger verse than Ray on Cash Still Rules. And, you know, like, with Cash Still Rules, Ghostface's verse, what I love about it is they faded it at the end that he was still rapping. So I felt like Ghost was the standout on that one. But um, and never be the same again, you know. I, I thought you'd pick that. You know, that's an easy song to sing to. Yeah. Uh, the bias, the 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 singing bias didn't get me that time. <laughs> I thought it was just a solid sample of uh, bulletproof wallets, so I went with that one. Gotcha. And 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 we speak we spoke about Raekwon's um immobilarity. A lot of people don't realize Ghostface bulletproof wallets wasn't a strong album neither. I'm not gonna agree with that. <laughs> not? No. I love bulletproof wallets. I okay, mean, can you put bulletproof wallets up there with Iron Man and Supreme Clientele and Fish Scale? Nah, well, you know, Bulletproof Wallets came out at a different time. So. Well, that's true. But, like, when I think of 
when I think of Raekwon and his best works, those three come to mind before Bulletproof Wallace do that. I guess that's why I'm just like, I mean, I know you, you're more of a woo expert than I am, but like, yeah. And you know, actually, um, there's, um, a version that didn't come out of that album, which had uh good times, which was one of the dopest cuts that Raekwon and Ghostface did. And they actually had, um, some of the, the woo underlings on that joint, like uh Lord superb. And, um, that's the version that I kind of like based it off of, and it had the watch because you know the watch wasn't um, um, intertwined with bulletproof wallets, but that's kind of um the b- bulletproof wallets I know. So like when I think of bulletproof wallets, I think of like songs like that. Um, Ghost showers, strawberry too, man. That was one of the best cuts, um, one of the best beats Ghostface ever spit on on any album, you know. So I-, I hold that album to you know high regard. Other people may not, but I do. Right now. Round 18 is what I like to call the what the fuck is this round. <laughs> Ghostface chose Summertime by Beyonce. And then, uh, like, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but did I hear Freaking You by Jodeci? Yeah, the remix. Now, Again, I call this round the what the fuck is this round? Because I didn't expect to hear no Beyonce song on this versus. Yeah, I was surprised by that too. And I actually had to look up this song that um that Ray chose because I had never heard this song before by Jodeci. <laughs> really? I, I, oh, bro, okay. I'm gonna be very, very honest and upfront with you right now. I do not listen to a lot of R and B. I don't. So the fact that, like, bro, I had this on the TV, and you know how, like, you could, like, ask your iPhone to tell you what song it's playing? hmm That's what I had to do, because I said, what is this? I've never heard that song before last night. Um, Going back to the Hot 97 thing, when they were, you know, playing some good shit, they actually played uh, Freaking You Remix a lot. Um, They played the instrumental so, um, you know, not only being a woo head, but I was familiar with it, you know, from the radio. But um, Ghostface Summertime caught me off guard, too, because, you know, my lady was there watching it with me, too. And she's like, what's this? I've never heard that. That's Beyonce. I'm like, yeah, it's Beyonce. It's just kind of a, one of the cuts that, like, slipped through the rug. Um, I actually had to go with the Freaking You remix. And their performance on the verses, man, was awesome, man. They... Oh man, yo! If you think you could sing, Al, these guys showed you how how it gets done. Hey man, listen, when the professionals come through, I step aside, bro. <laughs> um, I actually went with Ghost only because I knew the song beforehand. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, man, that 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 caught me off guard, bro. Like I I, I will kid you not. Um, like I said, I did not tune into this battle ever expecting to hear Beyonce or Jodeci so you know what I give I I, I give them props for at least going outside the box because they could have just played a bunch of their album cuts or a bunch of woo cuts but to go to a Beyonce's catalog that shocked the shit out of me (laughs) all right so where are we up to now round 19 we are up to 19 yes 19 all right tell me if my notes is correct I have uh can it all be so simple versus the game of rock? All right. So the, like right there is not your fault only because these guys started getting drunk and started like combining songs and doing things. But yeah. um, 
Ghost actually had um, Gonna Love Me, his Tiana Taylor feature, and he jumped into it, and it didn't seem like it was his his round. That's what confused me. Like these last couple of rounds were kind of um were tricky. So actually, it was a uh, Ghost Gonna Love Me with Tiana Taylor versus Raekwon the Game off the Pete Rock album. Right. Um, I gave this one to Ghost with the Tiana Taylor off the versus the Pete Rock joint. Yeah. Oh man, why? It, it played to my it played and again I never heard this Tiana Taylor song before last night. So again, this is another what the fuck is this moment? Yeah, but, from Ghost. Mm-hmm. But but the song caught my, it just caught my ear better than 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 the game did. Oh man, uh, I know I know a lot of the hardcore hip hop heads is gonna look at me like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but nah, man, I, I I went that way. Man, you know where I'm going. I'm going with game, man. Raekwon, he stole the show with that chorus, man. And you know, like. That Pete Rock album, that was one of the standout joints there, too. And, you know, that's just Vintage Ray right there, man. You know, just kicking the knowledge there, man. So I'm going with Ray on that one. All right. So, so far, I got a tie. I got nine, nine, and two. So this next, la- this last round is the tiebreaker. I actually have it um, 10 to nine in favor of Ghostface. I had it actually 10-7 um, at the end of 17 and Ray making a small little comeback. So, yeah, so. This is a determinant factor for me too. Um, if I may, I'm Go just ahead. gonna jump and um, kind of uh, announce this one because I know that uh, things got a little weird there because Ghostface went with "Can It All Be So Simple," and then Raekwon went with "Heaven or Hell," but then. But didn't Ghost also <laughs> play in this round? All that I got is you. Yeah, which was weird because Ghost first played "Can It All Be So Simple," and then. All that I got is you came on right after, so I'm like, you know, uh, which one is his so, choice? So it's, so it's like he went twice. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. But, but, but to be fair, though, to be fair, didn't like after he played, um, can it all be so simple? They they started rap. He he was starting to shout out like you know Triller and verses. Like I thought it was going off the air, but it didn't. Yeah, yeah, those guys were sauced, man. Because Ray didn't know what if it was his turn. He thought it was over. He thought he, he Ray was all over the place by, by this time. Then that's when he started um, forgetting his lyrics and stuff like that. But um, I have it. Uh, Can it all be so simple? Versus heaven or hell? Uh, I actually had it as a tie at first, but um, looking back at it the second time, because um, you know initially we were supposed to. Um, you know, record after the first go round, but I had asked you like, yo, like, you know, I kind of just need more time because yeah. I wanted to watch it again. And and, and, that's, um, and, that, and that's a key thing. So for the listeners out there, because obviously this episode, normally we drop Rap Lab like right at the dawn of midnight, but yeah, um, this episode came out later because we couldn't. Me and E just felt like it, it wasn't right to just rush this, rush this. Yeah, actually, like we have to like sit down and like watch this thing like at least twice, two or yeah. three times to like get it right. You know. Yeah, um, but oh, so, uh, so who did you score in this last round? I actually went with Heaven or Hell because go ahead. Be, being that it's round twenty and it's like supposedly like you know like the the take home the take me home joint, I had to go with Heaven or Hell because it kind of was like the outro two to like um to the Raekwon um joint. You know what I'm saying? So it felt like a real outro too. Even though can it be also simple like you know um. It has like that melody where it does take you home too, but um, I just had to go with heaven or hell. I felt like 
I don't know, man. Like I like I said, I first went with with a tie, but and you know, Ghostface, his verse on Can It Be All So Simple was super hard. But Raekwon's Heaven and Hell verse was super hard too. But I just had to go with Ray, man. Just just the vibe. And I just feel like there's no wrong answers, bro. Like at the end of the day. Like everyone in the chat room was saying that there wasn't even people keeping score for real. There was like just a lot of people saying like, "Yo, hip hop won. We all won," you know. But and wasn't wasn't that guy uh, Tony Baker in the chat keeping score oh after every round? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He like, he was after every round. I kept seeing Tony Baker, Tony Baker, Tony Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, he was saying like, "No, you guys have to keep score. This is versus. It's competition." And I get it, but yo, come on, man. Like, you know, the masses are just enjoying this, man, and you can't take that away. But you know, guys like us, you know, we here keeping score. But like, nobody's wrong, bro. At the end of the day. Nobody's wrong. These are just like personal opinions. Right. And my final is I had it 10 to 10, draw straight down the line. Even with my even with the other two that I had as ties, it still would have wound up nine nine and two ties. But I'm a, I'm gonna tell yeah. you th- I'm gonna tell you this. I gave round the last round the ghost for mm. one reason. Did you realize that when all, uh can it all be so simple was playing, he started crying? Yeah. Like and just the lyrics of that hit, like, that was a close, like, Heaven and Hell is great. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about, you know, he ain't want to sleep in the same bed as JoJo because he keeps the bed. <laughs> and he had to pick, he had to pick cockroaches out the cereal box. I'm like, give it to that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And goes, you know what, man? He was saying something super impactful about, um, you know, everybody checking on their health, everyone telling their loved ones, you know, Yo, that, that they love that, you. That, that, that public service announcement, man. Like awesome. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was because he was drunk, but my favorite line in that public service announcement was when this nigga ghost said, "Go to the doctor. You don't even gotta take the medicine, but just find out what's wrong with you." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Someone said that Ghost Freak should be the new uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan <laughs> Freeman goes, "That Ghost need to just do all the voiceovers," and I totally agree. Yo, man. But, but like when I texted you last night. When Ghost was going on that whole drunk rant at the end, I told you what my favorite, my new favorite phrase is. My man said, we all shareholders of the culture. I was like, <laughs> I wrote that shit down with the quickness. Shareholders yeah, of the culture. Nah, but. So let's talk about. All right. So you have Ray winning by just a round, right? No, no. I have it tied. I have it 10-10. Oh, oh, so you, you have it 10-10. I actually have Ghost winning by one round. Mm. So I, I give I give the, I think Ghost won by the skin of his teeth. And no, that's not me being biased because I said ghost. I was rooting for ghosts from the beginning. But let's talk about the post-show antics. Oh, man. Now, they, the DJs was like, nah, they're not ready to get it off the air yet. So they played, and Ghost was so smack. They played Ghost's joint with, um, no, was it Ghost or was it Ray? That They played his Griselda joint. That was Ray. That was Ray. And they wanted Ray to perform because it was a brand new song, and they yeah. wanted Ray to spit his verse. Mm-hmm. This nigga Ray Kwan said, "Yo, I don't even remember the lyrics right now," and asked the <laughs> DJ to play the version with the lyrics so that and he it, could hear it to try to remember. And he tried to spit it once without it, and he's like, "Nah, I can't, man. I just played it with the lyrics." And then he played it with the lyrics. He tried to spit it, and then he still forgot it, and then he just let the beat rock. But it's funny because Ghost the whole time was just sitting down like, yo, nah, I ain't got it either, man. I'm not even going to try because these dudes was just sipping straight out the bottle, Ciroc, yesterday, man, and super, super sauced. 
But do y'all? But do you realize though when they started playing these seventies records, the both of them got up and was starting to dance? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, that, that's they soul right there. You know what I'm saying? It's just. Well, well you also got to remember them seventies songs. They were they were kids when yep. when those songs dropped. So hits those are like childhood memories for them. Mm-hmm. It hits differently. Well, one thing you know, um, we didn't touch on during um the verses itself when they had the interlude. Big news, man. They said they're working on the Cuban Links 3 to close the chapter. I, I man. I, how you feel about that? I dropped my water. I, I couldn't believe it. I said, they're doing a three? I'm excited. I loved part two. Part two was great. Now, and, you know, man, the public, you know, just so critical of when people do, like, sequels and prequels and just give them the floor, man. Just let them try. You know, nothing's ever going to be as good as the first one because you can't bring certain time periods back. Life that's, just evolves. That's correct. But I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. Mm-hmm. So I and, and we've done an episode in um, in the archives on albums and their sequels, which is available for streaming. But I'm in I'm in the belief and this is not just with music. This is with movies and, and anything that can have a sequel. I am a firm believer of be careful if you choose to touch that again. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. for example, the first only built for Cuban Links hip hop classic. The second one, I'm not going to rank as high as the first one, but it it, it was great. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it in classic territory, but it's not it's not far off from the first one. Yeah. But it's just like, for example, Fast and the Furious, the movie franchise. Oh I, man. I, I sit I sit back and ask myself. How many times are they gonna touch oh, this? Yeah. Thing? So that that's cat why, was milked. Yeah, that's why. Like when I hear sequels, especially when it gets more than one sequel, I'm like, do we really want to go this route? Like, because you know what it does. I feel like when you come out with a sequel to something, and the sequel doesn't live up to the expectations, or is not, or or is not good at all. Like if it, if it just bombs. Mm-hmm. You hurt the legacy of the original. Mm. Um, I agree and disagree with that because you know once you have a Picasso and it's painted, you know, it, it's 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 the painting is there. There's no, you know, ruining or touching the original. You know, you can make modifications and like kind of uh, reissue it and stuff like that, but. I feel like it can be done, though. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a classic, per se, because, like, yo, we're in a different time. This is 2021. You know, nothing's ever going to be 1995. You know, just the aura, just the atmosphere. But I'm giving the guys the floor, man. I feel like if anybody could do it, they could do it. Because, you know, part two may not have been a five-mic album, but it was a four and a half. Yeah. and But, and, but see, this is this is my issue, though. Why do they, like, why do they... And I'm not talking about Ghost and Rain by any. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking in general. I always feel like sometimes when you want to go back and revisit something, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, it's either for a money grab or it's for a, or it's desperation. But with them, I don't feel it's either or because you know they they're doing it for their their hardcore fan base like you and, and they're I. They're artists for real. Yeah. I mean, nothing like, you know, I wanted to touch it later, but like nothing was forced, you know, like that's the difference between these guys and like the guys that are out now is nothing is forced. They didn't have to come, 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you know, they were dipped out and everything, and they brought the Wallies, they brought like, well, Ghost, you know, brought the code out and stuff like that. But it just, it didn't seem forced or overdid, you know, like how a lot of these guys do, like with the persona. It's more like, it's more like WWE nowadays with these guys and the personas and all this other stuff. But with these dudes, man, it's just organic. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why when the dude said that, like, Ghostface should be the new Morgan Freeman voiceovers, like, I totally, I get it. And I agree. Because it's, it's just natural, you know? So I feel like if anyone could do, like, you know, reissuing of a uh, classic, it's these guys. And it's not like, um, and they said they're closing the chapter. So, which I so, respect. So there won't even be a fourth one. Yeah, which, which I feel like, okay. I, if they went four, then I'm like, all right, that's a little too much because... You know, part two came out almost a decade ago, you know, and then before that, it was like 15, 20 years before um, the original came out. But I'm excited, man. And then Ghost said that there's uh, five other albums on the way. I hope one of them is the one with MF Doom. I really do, because uh, a lot of us have been waiting for that. A lot of the underground cats been waiting for that Ghost and MF Doom, man. I hope that gets uh, sees the light of day. You know, I think it will only because if MF, I hate to sound like this, but if Doom was still alive, I don't think it would have. No. But now that he's passed, because mm-hmm. you know how it is with, when an artist is no longer with us, they ain't fuck with him when he was alive. But now yeah. that he died, everybody want to get into his music. True, true. Like the man was wearing a, a a Doctor Doom Marvel mask all his career. Like that wasn't enough to get y'all interested. Right. Not to mention he was a hell of a rapper. He was. But, uh, but yeah, man, like, and you know what? The fact that they said they're going to close the chapter with only built for Cuban Links 3. If this is going to be the final in the series, they got to go out with a bang. Like, they're going to get eaten up alive in reviews if it's not a classic. Oh, yeah. They they know what they're walking into. They They know exactly what they're walking into. You know, these guys are veterans. And they faced the critical acclaim already with immobility. You know, bulletproof wallets, you know, other joints. So they know what they're up against. And, you know, powerful minds like those two, I think they're going to deliver. And I think they're going to go, like, putting their best foot forward and giving that Cuban link sound to us and not wrecking the tradition, like you said. Yeah, man. All right. Um, Closing thoughts on this battle, E. What, what, what was your overall ending feeling or takeaway? The DJ's. The DJs, the DJs, the DJs, we did not, like, talk enough about it. And that's cool because, you know, we had to focus more on, like, you know, the songs and the artists. But shout out to them, man. DJ Thorough, technician of DJ, the best interludes, man. They set the ambiance from jump even before they got there. And shout out to Ghost and Ray for not being too late because um, I was late getting home. And I was joking with my wife, like, ah, oh, man, these guys ain't going to be on time. I'm like, those Swiss did said they'll be on time, and everybody roasted him um, the day before. Um, they actually started at 8.09, because I tuned in at 8, and I'm like, all right, good, they're late, because I'm late. But yeah, while, while they was um, getting their stuff together, the DJs just held it down, man, and I just love and appreciate their work last night that they did, um, Technician to DJ and um, DJ Thorough, but um, the overall versus itself was definitely one of the most entertaining you know, with the performances and, you know, Ghost and Ray just have like just this brotherhood and just this connection, man. And even though they was versing each other, but the way they were doing each other's songs, the way they were just like 
being how they were together, it just set the tone, man. And it was one of the most entertaining verses versus versus that I feel. And I'm not being biased, but just from an entertainment standpoint, it, it just had me glued to the TV. The singing, everything, the theatrics. Shout out to Ghost and Ray, man. Wu Tang Forever. Um, well, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is in terms of vibe and atmosphere. Um, this is my second favorite versus only behind Jada and Fab. Okay. Um, originally I had Snoop and DMX at two, but this bumped them from the two spot. Um, now I, I overall thoroughly enjoyed this. And again, I felt like I was watching a mini concert because of all the friends that they had come through. Um, at one point, didn't um ODB son, if I'm not mistaken, he did young dirty bastard on there. Yeah. So I was just like, yo, they even bought boy Jones out there. Like, yeah. Like, wow. Like, so I was just like, oh, okay. And that was a class. And that's a, and you know what? Respect to Wu, to not just the Wu, but Ghost and Ray, because they, they've been holding down um, ODB son hard body. Yeah. So I remember one year I went to Rock the Bells on Governor's Island um, and they performed um, uh, 36 Chambers in its entirety. And um, they had, they had a young dirty bastard there and he was, um, he performed all his father's verses which I thought was pretty cool. So they've been looking after that boy for for many years. Yeah, man. Which we also know in hip-hop is like, because we've seen a situation with uh, the members of Boogie Down Productions and Scott LaRock Jr. I'm not going to get into all that, but, like, you, you know, like, when somebody dies, like, you know, his, his the, the other artists in the group, sometimes they don't, they don't end up look, looking out for the family, you know? Right, so right. It, it's, good, it's good to see that they, you know, they holding down... They holding down um their boys uh they let their late boy's son you know what I mean yes sir but um I, I I overall thoroughly enjoyed this I I was laughing a lot when they got drunk and they knew they was drunk and they were like yo man I don't even remember the words like yo just just play the just play the one with the lyrics <laughs> like but the public service announcement at the end did it for me. yo but my man Ghost the, the shit that had me cracking up he's like yo man I told you before this shit I didn't want to cry yeah man. But 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 they were like drunk and like sauced and like finished. But then once them seventies records came on, they were up and dead. They were up and dancing. <laughs> that brought it back out, man. And she, uh, yo, man, yo, hey, did you realize that Ghost after halftime came back out with the mint coat on? Yeah, and then he had the Yankees join under and the <laughs> two and the tune cut two uh, two tone Wallies. I was like, yo, this man really went and changed his clothes. The only knock, Ray, man, what was you doing with the knee pads, dog? <laughs> he was ready for war. My man, yo, he looked like he was ready to play football. He would be a running back, bro. But uh, <laughs> now I, I I enjoyed this one. And, uh, you know, you know what else I also like? The fact that at the end, the both of them called out anybody who wanted to come up and see them. Yeah. They were like, yo, any contenders, step up. And I was like, ooh. So that means that one of them is we could possibly see both of them again, and who knows who might get pit, uh, matched up against them. A, a lot of a lot of the people in the chat room was um calling for Outcast. I saw you know what somebody wrote somebody wrote in a comment, um toward the end of the stream, somebody said, well if they could do Ghost versus Ray, why don't we get Meth versus Red? And I said they, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. They have that. It's coming out four twenty. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, that was um announced at um 
at the very, very, very end of the night. Um, they actually have uh, the Isleys against Earth, Wind, and Fire first, and then it's going to be Meth vs. Red um, on 420. And they have a couple other ones that they blurred out that's coming out too. Okay, because um, I didn't I, like my. I was driving the first time I heard it, and then like one once them seventies records came on, I was like, "All right, this shit is over." So I cut it off. So I didn't stay long enough to hear that announcement. But yo, well, man, they, they announced it on the Instagram. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I thought they did it on the air, but um, but Meth versus Red, I would love to see only because it's like the same formula because Meth and Red shared so many songs together. Yeah. It's like, what do you play? But they also have enough of a a diverse. Uh, singles cat- um, catalog to go through, so that's gonna be something, man. I can't wait for that, and that's on four twenty as well on a you, Tuesday. You're gonna be in heaven, <laughs> man. That the baby's going to sleep early that night, <laughs> and we'll have we'll, yo. We we might as well review that too, and we we got um we'll have QG back by then, so there... uh, it's definitely about to get more interesting. Yeah, that's gonna be dope as hell. All right. Uh, anything you want to say in, uh, in closing? Yeah, I know. I know you. I know you were like in the zone wa- watching this battle because you know you you uh, you love Wu so much. You got the the, the symbol tatted on you, bro. Mm-hmm. Got that Wu Tang W. You know, turned into an E. You know what I'm saying with the music notes. But um, I just want to talk to the young guys out there, and you know I don't want to sound like the dusty old head, but. He, my man said he now listen. He is not a prehistoric OG, all right. So, <laughs> so he ain't too old. So listen, listen up, young. Yeah, man. I'm not shy about my age. You know, I'm 37, and um, I joke around, but in the seriousness, you know, I kind of was there for a lot of this shit. You know, what I'm saying this shit. This is like my backyard. This is my roots. You know, these are my fathers. These are guys that's like raised me. This is like stuff that like I listened to when I had no one else to kind of coach me through life. Not just woo. You know, but Nas and, you know, just a whole era. And I try to I try to give love and I try to give respect to like the new stuff that's out in the new and the new generation. But they're making it hard to get respect and they're making it hard to be liked. And this generation has like that attitude that they don't care. And that's cool and everything like that. But the listeners more so. I mean, I love our listeners, but not just our listeners, but just the followers. Anybody pretty much under the age of 30, y'all got to do y'all math, man. Y'all got to do y'all homeworks, you know. And there's a lot of cats that are out now that, you know, y'all clamor for, like, you know, XX Exacion and Juice World and all these guys. And I'm not discrediting them. But oh, y'all now, now, wait, hold on. You got to tread <laughs> carefully because Juice World and, and, and XXX Tentacion are, are past, bro. Yeah, right. no, res- respect, dude. But, you know, I'm talking about their music and their catalog and... Y'all can't put their catalog against the goats, man. Against, you know, I, guys I, that paved the way. And, you know, I had mentioned early on the show that, like, you know, we'll never, ever have the 90s back. We'll never, ever have the 2000s back. It's a different atmosphere. And I'm not looking for that. But the music that's out there that came from before all of this is timeless. And this rant comes from, I went on the page, Fantastic Hip Hop. And they were doing, like, you know, they March Madness stuff. They had Nas against Tyler, the creator. Nas beat this man by one point. How was that possible? Bro, Nas beat this man by one point. I could not believe that. And they have Kid Cudi beating Nas right now on their poll. Guys, we got to do better, man. 
Shout out to my homie, um, Jamie from Shottown. You know, me and him was having to talk about this because, you know, he's a, he's a little bit younger than I. I think he's around like your age, Al. But like you guys, like y'all get it. And I'm not saying like, oh, just because it came from the 90s, you know, y'all got to, you know, give it its due and stuff like that. Because some of the shit was whack that came out back then. I'm not going front. But like Tyler, the creator, Nas, come on, man. We got to do better as, as as a community and a culture. And I'm not taking nothing away from, like, Tyler Creator, Juice World, these guys, because these guys are artists, man. You know, these guys put out some potent stuff that, like, people fucks with. Me, not necessarily. It's just not my kind of stuff. But I will always give it its respect. I will always give the artists, you know, their respect for putting in the work and for, you know, making music that, like, of this time. I can't take that away from them. I don't want to sound like a grumpy old man or anything like that. But... Nas, Illmatic, Tyler Creator. What's his best album? Igor. Come on, man. Bro, I don't even listen to Tyler. And you know what? It's speaking. It's, it's funny. We speaking about this episode is about two Wu Tang members. I always got offended when people call because for for a long stretch of time, people always referred to Odd Future as a modern day Wu Tang, and I said that's so fucking disrespectful. See, and- Odd Future is a is a group of weirdos. Yeah, but but you know Earl what? Sweatshirt. Give me a break. <laughs> but you know what? I actually can like respect that comparison because there's a bunch of dudes there. They have subgroups within the group. There's like talented cats there that actually could spit. Like Haji Beats, like he could spit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Damo Genesis, he's dope. They actually did not like that comparison, and that's what that's the whole base of this. It's like yo, just the respect and just appreciating like the foundation. It's like. Look what happened with Action Bronson when he tried to, like, disrespect Ghostface. He got pressed. And, you know, the media is a very interesting thing because, you know what I'm saying, it could tempt you into, like, playing yourself. It could tempt you to making enemies. There should just be a way of feeling that kind of stuff and just coming off respectful. Because guys like us don't know, like, what they're saying, like, within closed doors. But at the same time, for the public's sake, y'all could just give them his flowers, give them his flowers, and just tell them, like, yeah, you know, like... We not Wu Tang and all of that, but you know they had a, they had a huge impact on music, and you know shout out to them. But you know we're trying to do our own thing. That takes no more than ten seconds, man. Just give the respect when it's due. You know what I'm saying? And that's and, a, that, that's a big problem with society is that the respect that, that isn't given until like after somebody passes away. And and like Ghostface said at the end of the the verses last night, you know like if, if you if you got a loved one or somebody you care about. Like, you know, tell them you love them while you still got time, you know, or and that also goes to like, you know, give people their flowers while they still here. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm not like the biggest like 80s fan of like the Melly Mel and, you know, Grandmaster Casual. But I'm not going to sit here and say these guys are whack or I'm not going to sit here and be like, nah, you know, they didn't impact hip hop or anything like that. It's up to me to go and do the homework, you know what I'm saying, which I've done with like Rakim and Kane and stuff like that. And I, I like those guys. But, like, everybody else, you know, I'm not going to, like, publicly slam and stuff like that. And I feel like these young guys, like, they just don't do the knowledge, man. Or they just kind of, like, caught up in these times now. Or they just have this angst against, like, the old heads. Because, like, there are a lot of bitter old heads out there. There are a lot of old guys out there who are just not accepting, like, today's music and, like, don't have the best things to say. So in retaliation, they'll hit that vote button for, like, Tyler, the Creator or Kid Cudi. But... That's not doing nothing for the culture. And that's not doing nothing for, like, the knowledge of hip-hop itself. 
And, I, I, I agree with you. And yeah, I just want to end it off of that. I don't want to come off too angry. This was a beautiful pot. It was a beautiful night. But like when I saw that, that Nas beat Tyler the Creator by like one point, and the votes were in the thousands. It wasn't like 18 to 17 or nothing like that. The votes were in the thousands. That joint was like 2000 and like 38 to like 2037, something like that. And I'm not trying to like, you know, talk shit on the, on the generation after me, but if you really think that Tyler the Creator can beat Nas in any type yeah. of comparison, you need to uh, never listen to rap ever again. Yeah, seriously. That's that's what it's come down to. And, you know, I hate like saying that publicly, but yeah, if that if that's your like real opinion about hip hop, I think you need to reevaluate and just do the math, yo. And um, I'm not trying to take away nothing from nobody, but nah, you 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 lose your credibility card for that. And and I, and I know you're older than me. E. I just turned thirty last month, so. Shout but out. I but I but I still like, for a lot for the most part, like because I know you and QG are older, but my musical taste, uh, lines up just to, uh, lines up with y'all's almost. I mean, I know I have things that uh, that I listen to that y'all don't, but for the most part, we we agree on a lot of stuff. Yeah. So. I feel like I feel like being a '90s baby, you know. I didn't I didn't miss I didn't miss the key releases of the '90s, you know. And even even the stuff you listen to, my bad to cut you, you know, it's respected. Like we've you know spoken on this podcast about like you know like you know some of the diverse stuff that like you know like outer boom bap stuff that like you know you may appreciate and stuff like that, and it's respected. You know what I'm saying? Like the Rick Ross thing. Like you know we spoke about that a couple weeks ago on like how um you know he was in the Funk Flex 50 and QG had him. You know, in the, kept them in the 50. And that's respect. And that shows that, like, you know, like, us older guys, you know, like, we're not here, like, hating on the youth or hating on the generation that came after us. Like, right. you know, we got to be truthful. And a guy like Russ, you know, like, he made an impact, man. He deserves to be in that 50. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like with these young guys, they got to give, like, you know, the OGs their due. And not just, like, hit the vote button on Tyler, the creator, because of, like, all the old guys are... are bitter and all that you know that's just not fair to the culture i agree and um yeah but but, but the, the the cool part about debating this stuff why we do it every week is just to get difference of opinion like it's okay to like disagree but but sometimes like people be disagreeing with these outlandish opinions and it's just crazy yeah if anyone out there man actually thinks tyler the creator is better than nas please hit the dms up and we'll bring you on the show and we'll give you the floor yeah, no, no, for real. If you really think Tyler's better than Nas, I will dedicate a whole episode and we will let you speak your piece and uh, your, your your opinion will be uh, in audio form in front of people all over the world because we got a worldwide following and you feel free to make an asshole out of yourself on on, uh, <laughs> on many platforms. Word up. But uh, with that being said, we're going to check out of here. If y'all haven't seen the Ghost Ray versus, I heavily recommend y'all go check that out. Um... It was a it was a real good time. Yeah, man. All right. With that being said, we we will catch y'all next week. Peace. All right.